0: Tremendous,
1: Tracy. Yes,
0: tremendous, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you talk to me about the proper way to manage a job transition? Ooh.
1: Well, that's a good one, Leah. On today's Tremendous Leadership podcast, latest on leadership, we are going to talk about career transitions. How much notice do you give? Do you tell your boss, boss that you're looking? What, how do you handle all these things? It it's, it's, uh, can be done well, and it's a very delicate, sensitive situation. So you're going to want to listen in. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into the Tremendous Leadership Podcast. Today is another episode, as every Friday, of our Ladies on Leadership series. And today, I have a question, Dr. Jones. Yes, Ms.
1: Grasshopper. Yes, I am Ms. Grasshopper. <laughs> Wonderful to meet you. Um,
0: when you are looking for a new job what's the best way to handle that mm. because job transitions can be really challenging and there's so many different ways that we've experienced people handling those transitions so i mean what are the things that you think about before you transition to a new job how much notice do you get like let's let's cover job transition? Job
1: transition. Well, the, the most important thing is it's okay to transition out of jobs. Um, I know my parents' generation, the greatest generation, they stayed with careers their whole lives. I mean, that was it. One, and then you got your retirement and that was it. And that was your identity. And, and things are very different. And although I'm not a, a millennial or a Gen Xer, I about every three years would move transition to a completely different career field. And um that's how I was coded. It's why I like the military, because every couple of years you got a new location, new mm. bosses, new part of the world to live in. And so I like I like I like that transition kind should join the military. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> aye. aye. Uh- and uh, <laughs> you'd be awesome. And um, one of the things we want to make sure when you transition jobs, first of all, it's okay to do so. Ecclesiastics to everything, there's a season, mm. and what may have fit you at this point. Particular spot in your career, you always want to be growing. And sometimes we outgrow the organization we're in. Hmm. So you want to make sure when you're transitioning, the best thing that you can do in the ideal world is to uh, pivot with purpose and not on pain. But we're going to talk both of them because I always did pivots on pain. It worked out in the end. Um, but we're, we're going to unpack it because how you handle the job transition and most importantly who you tell and when is really going to be very um contextualized as far as your relationship with your immediate supervisor. I'm just I'm stuck
0: on this quote about pivoting with purpose and not pain because
1: I feel like 9 times out of 10 the purpose is driven because of pain. Right, well that's a term they call cognitive dissonance, and what that means is we only change, it's the pleasure principle. Something either gives us so much pleasure, or causes so much pain that we change. So for me, I think they're both suitable for getting you to make a change. Mm. But typically when you go to another job, you're going to want to pivot with purpose because if you're running away from a bad job, you may run into another bad job. Like when you break up from a bad relationship and you immediately hook up with the first person you meet, you need time to get clear on what you're looking for, what went wrong in the previous relationship. And so you don't repeat your mistakes. So that's the only, you know, pain, pain can drive a lot of good changes in your life. So, um, and, and, And typically, um, that's. Well, if something's causing so much pain, it should cause a change so that you don't stay in it
0: forever. If it's something that you can change. Exactly. Then you should try to avoid pain. That's
1: why it hurts, so that we move away from it. And it tells you that you have either outgrown this organization, or what I see happen a lot is the boss that you love, 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 love. All of a sudden, either transitions out, retires, or goes to another company. Mm. This is the worst. And that leader that brought out the best in you isn't there anymore. And even though you're doing the same job, I mean, you could do the same job anywhere. You know, bosses can really make it a wonderful thing or a horrible thing. So the first question you need to really ask yourself when when you're making the transition, are you leaving the boss or are you leaving the organization? Mm, That's hard because I feel... Sometimes it can be
0: a little bit of both. How how do you determine whether you're leaving the boss or the organization, Tracy, if you're working somewhere? How do you figure that out?
1: Well, I've always loved everything I did. I mean, I was in the military. I was in high tech. I've loved every job. Mm, not always my bosses and I were such a good fit. And so I, I like to work. I don't care what job it is. I flip burgers. I do janitorial. I just like to work. So really, I will never leave leave a job because it's something I don't like to do because I wouldn't have applied for it unless I kind of like to do it. Right. Um. And if they haven't shifted in values and companies don't really like totally change overnight like that. Um. So it, it typically is you're, you're leaving your boss okay. because you feel like, you can't get where you need to get um now you may be in a smaller company where there's not the opportunity for growth um and you may leave because of that because um or you may have a family issue i know some people got out of the military because they started having babies and they didn't want to have to leave in a like, okay so that that's a reason hmm. to leave too because yeah. you have something going on in your lifestyle that uh or your mother's sick i mean i i left um defense contracting and moved back home to be a tremendous leadership because my father was dying from cancer. So um, there are things that drive the change other than that. Mm. But this is this is not that. This is not where you have to move due to something changing in your life. But you make the decision, mm. I'm done here for whatever reason. And maybe it's that you have outgrown this. You know, this job was good, but there's no place for you to go. Or maybe you're working with the boss and you're just realizing... This this just is not working. This is well, just not working at all. And
0: last last week in Ladies on Leadership, we talked a bit about um how it's it's good and it was something that um Chad Hyams in his interview specifically the Leaders on Leadership segment um he hit on To discern basically between whether it's the boss or the organization that you don't jump the chain, but you address it with your boss. And if it's not really being dealt with whatever issue with them, it's okay to try to elevate it. And then that might be when you're able to discern, this isn't just my boss, this is actually because of the organization as a whole and it's not a fit. Mm -hmm. And I've had an experience like that Mm -hmm. in a previous job where Mm -hmm. I kept running into the same thing over and over and I kept talking to my boss about it. And finally, I had conversations with a couple people in higher leadership pretty much at the top of the chain and i realized oh that's why it's not being fixed because right. they have a completely different perspective on how this should okay. work and yeah that's fine but that's not how i believe it should be done and so that's my cue it's time to split paths and that's okay yeah. it's like dating someone that wants kids and you don't want kids right. okay well then that's differences. cut. Yeah. That we we're not going to work and that's that's all right i might like you as a person still i still like that organization as a whole and what they do but it's not. It's not the right fit for me in the long term. That's well, for sure. You hit
1: the nail on the head. Communication, and um, you, it shouldn't have come as a surprise to your boss. Um, no matter how much we love seeing our people go on to the next greatest thing, wh- whenever somebody leaves, it still is kind of an indictment. On wait, we have another yeah. lady on leadership. Hey, oh, she's coming. We'll be right back. (laughs) So Leah, you brought up a really good point about the communication. You talked about how you went up to your bosses repeatedly and Mm. realized nothing was going to change. You need to use use your chain. Um, Even if um, you don't like the boss, you putting in your notice should not come as a surprise Mm. unless there's something really, really wrong in Denmark and and the relationship is really fractured. And I'm not talking about that. Um, Let your boss know why you're leaving. Um, They're kind of owed that. It's like getting broken up with with a text. It's like... Like it's a crappy thing to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, tell me what I did. Yeah, tell me what I did, and they're, you're just looking for something else, and, and let them know ahead of time, so if there's something they can do, you don't want to leave an organization that if they knew that they could make a slight adjustment maybe even move you under a different chain or make a new position for you, um, it could do it because it takes a lot of time to enter a new organization and build up cloud and move. I mean, I moved all over the world and it was fun, but it was just me. But, you know, it's still, it's costly selling houses and buying houses. So um, let them know what's going on and and what you're looking for. The other thing is, if your organization is in the middle of a crisis or a huge change or restructuring, Mm. that's probably not the best time, especially if you're in a position of importance or significance. Um, it's not the best time to leave. Okay. Right. Because it's really kind of like, uh, in the middle of the battle kind of quitting. And even if it's a good, like I said, if that's the way it comes down, that's the way it comes down, but it shouldn't be surprising them. So be sensitive to that too.
0: Yeah. And I think there's, there's always this, I mean, I, I wrestle with this thought of loyalty and like, ah, Man, in any situation, I would prefer to go the loyal route and to do my due diligence to do the best I can for the organization or else I would have never worked for them in the first place. But there are always some circumstances where it's okay and you just need to go. If you're in the middle of something crazy, and then there's something crazy on top of it that's really not okay, and I don't know, a sexual misconduct or something like that, that you're like, "Hey, um, I I can't be a part of this organization. Right. It's just not okay." If there's something that really conflicts with your moral code, mm-hmm. something like that, I think, yeah, there's there's always going to be. A
1: reason why it's okay
0: to kind well, of break absolutely. that loyalty code. Well, oh,
1: I break the load. and then but then you need to let them know too, so it's no surprise. Yeah. I mean, you don't yeah. want to just, you know, what what I don't like is when people jump ship and then they never told the bosses what was so messed up about. Yeah, it. It's and like that's sticky.
0: Yeah. And that should be as you process. That's through, not loyal. Yeah.
1: Maybe I want to leave my job. It should
0: be one of the first things that you're thinking about, anyways. Um, well, have have okay, so I have a real issue with Um, Maybe project management or something. The timelines don't seem like they work this way that I think they should. Mm -hmm. Have I ever talked to my boss about this? Mm -hmm. If the answer is no... There is no reason you should be leaving yet because you haven't even given it a fighting chance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You could have the opportunity to be a catalyst for some really positive change in your organization. So, yeah, I agree. Don't leave unless you have to. Don't leave if you haven't even tried to resolve issues. You should always be proactively trying to resolve issues. That's leadership. That's that is, what, and, that's and what,
1: exemplary followership. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the next point we talked about is I get is should I tell them I'm looking and when do I tell them I'm leaving leaving? Mm. This is tough. I wish I could tell you, this is kind of a, excuse my French, it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, If you have a really close relationship with your boss and they know that you've told them all along, yeah, absolutely. Tell them. Um, If you don't, just you're going to have to really kind of play it by ear. Um, Again, it gets into loyalty. I mean, you don't want to leave them high and dry, but by the same token, it's not your organization, even though you're working like it, all you really owe them is to leave um, ends um, tied up a good session plan and give them an appropriate notice. Okay. Mm. You don't need to spill more than that. If you, if you think that will help the situation do, if you don't, sometimes less is more. Okay, and um, be careful who you talk to at work about it, because, yeah, um, that's a big. What did Ben Franklin say? The only way two people can keep a secret is if one of them is dead or in the grave, (laughs) something like that. In other words, you know, it's going to get out. And so there's probably a lot more people that know. And even your best friend who secretly wants to leave, too. I've had that happen where I've confided in. them, guess who went and told my boss? My best friend who wanted to leave too, so just, just, just keep it really quiet. Uh, pray about it. Maybe get counsel from somebody outside the organization. Mm. Say how should I, how should I do that? Because, um, you know, you just want to make sure now. But. Um, understand once you do start looking, there is the possibility right. that you, that it, it can get out there. Sometimes interviews are placed online or people Google search and, and it really kind of depends how high up in the organization you are. If you're a president or something, you sure better tell your board and, and your core leadership team what's going on. You yeah. don't want to just put your two weeks notice in. You need to let them know, hey, this is what's going on and here's why. Because and otherwise they they're, they're going to feel abandoned. The,
0: the, larger the position the longer an organization is going to take to fill it Mm -hmm. and so that's just what needs to be taken into consideration for i'm still kind of at a lower level when i'm going into places and so it's like if if they had to find someone to replace me at my previous job i knew if they really put the effort in they could find somebody fairly quickly because the base standards of what you need to do are not all that complex. Mm-hmm. It's pretty basic skills. There, It's a skill set, but yeah. Right. But if you're... A president of a college or
1: something. Yeah, <laughs> then you build a... donor relationships, or I mean, you know, you, you got to be, you got to be sensitive. Yeah, um, you got to be sensitive. That the other thing is, you pro- you should be already have in mind who your successor is, and mm-hmm. you should have been training them the minute you entered the spot. And that's kind of why I always felt comfortable leaving every like three years. I knew who I was grooming to be my. I was gonna get rid of the bad and have the organization leadership. The ultimate leadership is when you build the organization so it can run on its own. Hmm. And so you ought to be okay leaving that plates aren't going to get dropped um, because you've done your due diligence and, and filled the gaps. And so you need to do your part of that and not just walk out in an organization and cause a lot of distress with you leaving. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that might need to be a topic for another video because I've seen so many leaders where they take the complete opposite approach of that, where it's like they, I think it's typically driven by some level of insecurity yeah. where they try to take so many things on themselves because they're afraid that they could be replaced. Mm-hmm. So if they have everything on their own shoulders, they don't have to worry about someone else coming and announcing them,
1: but- Well, they're not gonna leave. The, right. You know, they're not the ones that are going to leave because they're going to be so Everyone um, else will. insecure yeah. and neurotic about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, next point we want to talk about is um, even though you are thinking about your pu- putting your notice and never coast, um, mm. you want to finish your last full day, even if they do a party and say, hey, get out of here. Nope. You finish that last day strong because how you begin the new job is going to be uh, reflective of how you finish the old one. Don't burn bridges. And, uh, you know, that old take this job and shove it. Yeah, you can sing that to yourself. <laughs> your car i work working here no more okay that's a funny song don't say that i mean just just don't don't gloat don't float around and go thank god i'm out of this you know he double toothpick hole you know just don't it, it, because you don't know and and your uh your new job is probably going to call the old one for recommendations it just looks unprofessional so really really absolutely finish strong yeah okay
0: yeah and um so When you're going to have to give your notice, you're going to have to talk to your boss, obviously. And you already talked about, well, it shouldn't come as a surprise to them. But um, Tracy, you've said before that it's always good to kind of put yourself in their shoes. And as a leader, the last thing you want to happen is especially a valued person on your team for them to leave. So, what are some some of those kinds of things that we would consider if you are going to put in your notice?
1: Well, I would say as a leader when 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 there's two types of people people when they put your notice and you're like, "Thank sweet Jesus <laughs> and then there's the other people that you're like, "dang it, I'm going to die without them the mm-hmm. one and and that's tough because you as a leader, if you've been jiving with this person it's really sad when they go. I mean, it, it's like the empty nest syndrome. You, you poured your whole life into them and off they go into bigger and better things. And that's just as a leader, you just got to let go and let God and say, you know what, I'm glad. Uh, hopefully you're leaving on good terms and you'll stay in touch. And hope you. hopefully you realize that everything you've poured into that person is going to continue to pay dividends, mm. and um, it's it's really is all about that individual going on to fulfill their next dream. And oh, you will that's get a good point. Yeah, you'll get the next, and it, it is hard because I've lost some brilliant people uh, because it was just their time to go. Um, but and the main thing people always say they're like, oh, you don't quit a job,
0: you quit the boss, right? But in this case, they. But there are times that people quit the job because right. they have life changes, life
1: changes, or they got a different calling. I mean, yeah. you know, God, God can call an end to something and say mission complete, and now I want you to do something else every job i ever took i thought this is it this is it this is it and then that
0: wasn't it the most respect i ever get for a leader is when i have had to move on to the next thing and they say and and honestly (laughs) it's what i like most about my mom too is when i had to move away from home and it was like yeah good because this is what's good for you right and it wasn't about my life is going to be harder now and I'm not going to have... No, they were able to separate for a moment and look outside of themselves at, hey, what's best for this person as an individual? And that's, I think, really hard when you're leading a complex entity and that person obviously is a part of your team, but man, that's really valuable to them and it can be really hurtful and damaging to them. On the flip side, if you try to change their (laughs) mind or cajole them and act as if this wasn't something they really took a lot of time to consider right. and weigh the and, pros and cons An
1: evolved leader will respect your decision. And so respect them and, and make sure they know what's going on. Yeah. Don't surprise them because that's, that's hurtful. I mean, they'll respect it. They'll also be a little hurt that you didn't respect them enough to let them know. Yeah. They're not going to hold you back because they're going to know that they're going to know that you've thought this through. So, so kind of, you know, afford them that same thing. And even if it's a crappy boss or one that's, you know, I, I still, as soon as you know, um, let them know. And even if you're leave, leaving because of them, I have never said to a boss, you know, why I'm leaving. Look, <laughs> at, look in the mirror. It's you. It's just, I just think that I, I've kept it professional about, well, here's the things where I'm thankful. Here's some things. And I've, I've never rode down, my boss. Now, have I been clear on what I thought the order, but don't attack the person. Well, and Tracy, is it something
0: that they can, that they have the power to change or is it just their personality? Because if it's something it be they both. have the power right. to change, hopefully you would have already addressed it with them. Right. But if it's something that's just ingrained in their personality and something you didn't click with, right. that's nothing they right. can do anything about. And so, here. We're not out here to just hurt people we just aren't.
1: because. So well, that's where holding your well, tolerance. it's your, your tolerance. Like you said, obviously these bosses that weren't doing it for me are still in their positions and people 20, 30 years later are still working for them. Yeah. So obviously they're not the devil incarnate. It's just, it wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. Oh. And so, I mean, I think that's the point where you need to just go, um, you know, hey, everybody's an adult. Just act like an adult. Yeah. Be conscientious. And then, I mean, I have had bosses that when I've left got really nasty. I got nasty letters. I got nasty calls. I got, you know, and, um, you know what? I just am like, well, thank you, God. I made the right decision to leave that organization kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: And I think one of the things that I've had a lot of respect for in previous leaders too, is when they leave an open door for communication of, Hey, I appreciate that you blah, blah, blah. If at some point you want to share more feedback, yes, please feel free to do so. My door is always open. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. Nine times out of 10, I'm not going to have anything else to say. But Hopefully it's nice. I've you never it. know. But yeah. Yeah. You never know. And it, it feels good as a follower leaving to feel valued like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay. So we've talked about leaving how to really make that choice. Mm-hmm. And there's one last thing that I think we wanted to talk about with making that choice. So you're sitting at your job, Tracy, you have already decided it's time for you to go and you've got another offer. What are the things that I need to consider from, and this, hopefully this doesn't scare you because this isn't me talking. (laughs) I knew it. I told you on the
1: podcast.
0: (laughs) Tracy, we talked about this. Remember it was episode... No, Um, I have two job offers and I currently have my job and nobody at my work. I haven't talked to anybody about the fact I'm looking anywhere. I have two different offers and my current job. What are the just, hey, we're looking at this, no emotion, just bare statistics. Mm -hmm. What are the things I need
1: to evaluate to make sure I'm making a good choice? Um, Well, you need to make sure you have somebody to step up. You need to make sure you have used your chain to change everything you can. Um, You need to make sure that there isn't anything that you haven't left unsaid. You Mm -hmm. don't want to walk away from a bad situation. Um, Not everybody's as, as vocal as us. Um, so you, you, if you can champion for change in the organization, even if it happens after you go, you still want to be sure and try and affect as much positive change as you, as you can. Um, and then also make sure everything that you do is above board, your passwords. You don't want to leave, walk away and have people going, well, how did she do that? Or, mm. um, you know, you want your SOPs, you want who all that his, stuff. Who was his client for this? Yeah. Who yeah. was his, um, what's his password for this? You, you yeah. want to make, you want to be as transparent when you leave as possible and, and say, look, I left you in a great situation anything else you know you know and why tracy i was angry while i was at my
0: job i don't feel like i was treated right why should i do that service to them were
1: you being paid (laughs) yeah you were being yeah exactly it (laughs) uh, anger has nothing to do with it if you were drawing a paycheck you darn well better do that or you're gonna have maybe a lawyer show up with a summons or something like that so uh, separate the emotion uh, separate the emotion you were paid we're not talking whether you like your boss just did you do a job did you you know, not even a good, just a job. Did you do the job that you were being paid to do? Right. And they're going (laughs) to ask. And when you leave, they're going to go through everything, your files, your email, your folders, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to make sure. Oh, also remember uh, on company emails, you know, that's not your private email. So if you're communicating (laughs) with other people, they probably already seen it too. So don't flip out if they say, Hey, I saw you. Just don't, it's not your email.
0: Don't use your company email for your personal things.
1: Or things you don't want people you, to have access to. Yeah. You
0: need to treat that as a temporary thing. You right. shouldn't have it tied to your Amazon personal shopping account, your Kohl's card, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you need to keep private and job separate and yep. those things. OK, so evaluating. OK, you have your job offers, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You
1: have your job offers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aside from base oh, salary, base are we well, looking at? Uh, you know, other perks, vacation, leave, medical benefits. Um, I had somebody take a job that was like 10 grand more in base salary. Then they found out they had to pay for parking. Mm. And so actually, they were actually going to make less. So they went back to their old Just company and said, Were they yeah. in New York City? Somewhere like that. Yeah, big city. (gasps) No, it was here in Pennsylvania somewhere. And so, and then they went back to their boss and said, Hey, I'm sorry, can I come back? So you want to make sure, you know, really make sure and take it outside the organization and ask, you know, what, because there's a lot other than base salary, the fringe costs, vacation, workman comp, uh, short term disability, um, insurance, 401k. There's tons of other stuff that goes into it other than base salary. So you want to make sure, you know, the, 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 what you're leaving for if it's, it's, it's what you really are
0: leaving for. And that's just, I mean, we won't get into the other side of it. That's more so just the bare statistical stuff. That's not taking into consideration what you're actually doing in your job if you're going to enjoy it more. And so you'd be getting more out of it because a lot of times people will shift jobs and take lower pay because it's something that they're passionate about. Right, right. So that's a whole nother dynamic. But if you're strictly looking to
1: at least move up then you have to make sure you get the title you want all that stuff agree on your salary ahead of time get everything written down the time to negotiate is not after you've come on the new organization and my father always told me um, don't leave an organization because you hate the people because you're going to hate them in the new place anyways and you might (laughs) as well stay with the organization you know (laughs) true because it's stressful to figure out a new organization yeah and I mean people are people it doesn't you know people are like oh if I worked in this field or in this country or this uh, political affiliation or this religion Mm, people are people people are people you know yeah. the mode song people are people so why should it be okay so it, you know people are people so um, yeah things to remember um, the other thing I want to talk about mm. is uh, kind of a shocker when you're gone be gone. Mm. Um, you yeah. may have been the cat's meow when you were there, the boss everybody loved, but it's not your organization anymore. Um, and that's hard for some people. It is. but that, Especially you know, people, if you've been there a long time. It is. And people that are no longer in the military, they suffer that. You know, work is a big identity, but go on to your new identity and leave. Um, don't let people from the previous organization call and pull, pull you back into office politics. Don't. I, I've, I've made this bad mistake. It's not right. If they're unhappy, oh, now that you're not here, this is what's up. Nope. Don't go there. And you okay? shouldn't want to hear it. It's a negative drain. That's probably part of the reason you left.
0: And yeah. so you don't want to hear it anymore. Sometimes you have to process through things a little bit. But if it's a year, two years later, and you're still getting pulled into conversations about that, no, right. you
1: have to draw the line. And, right. And um, yeah. It, and you uh, may not get invited out to happy hours anymore and stuff like that, error, yeah. uh, tailgates. It's okay. It's okay. It's 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 a transition. And... and People are like, oh, you'll be my friends for life. Mm. Maybe, probably not though. Probably once you stop working together, you kind of you kind of drift away. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't mean that they weren't who you thought they were. So um that, that really is those those are really the, the the big the big things. And then we always talked about too um giving notice to uh, two weeks is is good. I mean that's okay. It is okay now. Um if it's a higher position where they're gonna have to use a, a search company or whatever to fill your slot, then you give them advanced notification. That's typically if you're ret- Tiring though. Okay. Mm. Um but Two weeks should be enough. I mean, once you put your notice in or they know you're looking, um, they're going to be quick to kind of get you out of there. Because and they, they should be th- because yeah. it's not healthy for the atmosphere to have someone there that's not
0: invested anymore. And even right, you're if gonna you're be- doing a great job, there's yeah. something that changes mentally as it should. Well,
1: you're hearing things that may be proprietary or you're going to be weighing on in decisions that you're not going to have to live with the results for. All of a sudden, you're in planning meetings about things that are happening when you're not there anymore. Yeah, so and- it doesn't
0: really make any sense.
1: Right. And you're going to be like, oh just use me no you're you are going on to something else to be used by a different organization so don't overstay your welcome um we recently had somebody that wanted to you know uh well can i stay around for two two months Mm, no because it's weird it's weird people know you're leaving it always depends
0: it always depends but even if you even if you're in a great situation it just gets
1: weird it does get weird yeah, it's like it's like somebody saying, "Hey, honey, I'm going to give you divorce papers." It's totally in amicable, <laughs> and yeah, but can we still go out and live together? And it's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. No, it's so different. You're not all in anymore, and that's okay. You're on to the next thing, and that's okay. But you know, this organization—they need to focus on getting the next person in, and, um, and it's going to be hard because anytime and if somebody good leaves, it's still sad and um speaking of the good ones it's a loss and it hurts yeah one
0: last tip i have for the good ones the good ones yeah if you've been working really hard in your organization you've really built up a good reputation you know the ins and outs of things you've done your homework you've left standard operating procedures for the different tasks you've done everything you can to prepare the next person to come into your position draw the line that your final day is your final day or You have to negotiate an hourly rate Mm -hmm. for consultation Mm -hmm. because you, when you separate from the entity, it's no longer hey, can you help me figure out where this file is on the server? Or come in and
1: work on this. Could yeah, you help it has to be me an hourly the, rate?
0: Yeah. You, If, if you're still going to have a close enough relationship where they might still be calling you about things, especially if you're not quitting, you're giving a notice. And right. so they should have time to ask those questions as they're coming up. But just to protect yourself, it is perfectly healthy to draw that boundary and say, look, I'm going to be very happy to speak with you and answer questions after I've left. But... Let's figure out if you think there's going to be things like that that we haven't agreed on right because you're not employed anymore. Mm -hmm. And so that's it. And you're being paid for a job. And so after the job, you're not doing the same. There's all these interminglings of personal and work life that happen naturally as you're trying to keep a healthy balance. And... When it's done, it's done. And it can be very shocking and bizarre because like we talked about the personal relationships with your coworkers, they do start to sever, but that's just how it is. That's why it's worth that's life. Yeah. So yeah. Like just a, a pro tip. I've had a few jobs I've had to do that and I remember just the shocked looks <laughs> on yeah, my boss's cause faces. Cause yeah. I could tell they were like, Oh, I like I didn't think it all through. Right. To that extent.
1: Well, and Leah was talking earlier. Like, sometimes you're gonna put your notice in it, and they're gonna be like, Well, if I don't acknowledge it. <laughs> she's not going to leave. And and so, you know, I get that, but you need to help them say and just keep coming in and saying, even build a transition plan. Hey, I'm not going to leave you high and dry. Here's yeah. a transition plan. Do you feel comfortable with this? And they'll either go, mm-hmm. nope, get out now. And they can say that. Yeah. Okay. They very well can right. say, it's a job. It's a job. There are some companies that the minute you put your notice in, they'll take your badge and Here's your box, we're done. Pack we're done. Up. Up and that's and okay. Right. We'll squirt you. Right. Squirt you. Squirt you. Squirt you. Squirt you out. <laughs> And that's okay. Um, but, or you can, you know, show up and just say, but you want to, you want to leave with your head head held high, mm. even if they're sitting there, oh, we ran you yeah, out or uh, don't, don't, they don't can get down. They think
0: whatever they want. And they and will think whatever they back want. to
1: your personal
0: boundaries.
1: Sometimes you have
0: to be okay with the fact that your reasoning for leaving and your reasonings of having issues with the organization and why you made the choice to go may be completely different from what the narrative is spread within the entire organization
1: you don't have to go back and write the script it doesn't matter people are going to believe what they want to believe yeah and if you just have to chant over and over it's okay it can feel like a personal attack sometimes it does but i get people you know i've changed fields and i have people from my work with 25 years ago say hey whatever happened i heard this and i'm like yeah I don't remember it but I mean people will always build up their narrative to what they think that's okay you got other you got other fish to fry
0: I will say Tracy is there any point where there would be um a legal ramification if it was like perhaps leadership in the organization that was spreading a false narrative about why you left is there any I'm not a lawsuit happy Mm -hmm. person but if they're really saying things that are damaging to your character that just blatantly aren't true, is there any point where you would need to Well, yeah, of- I
1: think then you you probably would get um, legal recourse just to send a letter to say, hey, stop it. But you need to make sure everybody's entitled to their opinion, right. contrary to what you hear in the world today. Um, but I mean, unless... You're going to get all kinds of people calling you and say, well, the boss said this. That's hearsay. Don't mm. even get sucked into that. So very rarely will an organization come at you and deride you because there's just... That's just... I mean, I've never experienced that. Hopefully if an organization was like that, you would leave the moment you found they were like that. Well, and they (laughs) may want you to sign something if there's some propriety information or a non-disclosure or a non-compete or something like that. That's completely fine within the realm. So yeah, I'd I'd get legal counsel if you have anything like that. So that's on quitting your job. (laughs) Quitting your job. Take this job and love it or shove it. Either way, the choice is yours. Yeah, that's the beauty
0: of it. Mm-hmm. All right. So this has been another episode of Ladies on Leadership, which we have on Fridays on the Tremendous Leadership Podcast. I'm Leah Hess. I'm Tracy Jones. And we ask that you subscribe, rate us, give us feedback, send us an email, info at We look forward to hearing your feedback. And if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, please feel free to send that to us as well. There's a great contact button right on TremendousLeadership.com.
1: Awesome. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com.